0: are you listening
1: to i know that no this is one that i know
0: tom brady's bordering now on god you gotta put the bourbon down and go to a doctor He's... all right listen up y'all
1: what's up everybody and welcome to bump and run i'm Pete colisano joined as always by the man behind all the numbers, Scott Bracey. What's going on, dude?
0: Good afternoon, sir. Welcome back to school.
1: Oh, yeah. That's, <laughs> that's awesome. That's really awesome. You, you look tired. You look you
0: look a little run down. You know,
1: it's just getting up and going to work. The, the, the get up time really hasn't changed, but it's like the getting up and then going as opposed to just sitting around and maybe taking another nap or something like that. <laughs> yeah, it changes. Popping a seltzer or something. You know, now you actually have to go to work. <laughs> it's bullshit. Yeah. Summer goes fast. It does. I tell you what. Again, I try not to complain, but two months doesn't feel like two months. But anyway, listen. Best thing that happened to us is that college football started. So why don't we not waste any friggin' time here and let's talk about some of the games? Because uh, I tell you what, we got some like incredible stories. I don't know how great the games were, but we got some incredible stories for a week one after waiting all winter for football. So why don't we get right into that and talk about some of these games that happen?
0: Well, let's start off with, uh, you know, I was going to start off with the Thursday night games, but it's hard to ignore it. Colorado goes to TCU and prime time does it right out of the gate.
1: You know what's so funny about you even saying that is that every headline Sunday and Monday was about Deion Sanders. I know. You know what I mean? I know. And, and listen, obviously, he's a big part of why this happened, right? They got rid of so many players. Uh, it's overestimated what he, who he got rid of and who left on their own. I think he got rid of like 25 players, but I think another 40 left. So um, yeah. they're very thin. But, dude, obviously, say what you want. They're very talented. So uh, Shador, the quarterback, his son, played really well. I mean, he looked I mean, how could you look? You couldn't look much better than he looked. Good decision-making, putting a ball on a point. I mean, he looked really, really good. Got two-way players. You basically got Deion Sanders right here on the Buffaloes. 160 snaps. Incredible, dude. Incredible. It was a lot of fun. It was just fun to watch. And you know what? You could say what you want. I don't know how good a coach he is. He's obviously a pretty good recruiter. But whatever you want to say, Deion Sanders brings excitement anywhere he goes. It just is what it is, man. If any there if ever there was a name that was apropos, it's prime time.
0: Yeah. So. I agree. Uh Florida and Nebraska off the familiar starts oh and boy. not good. Not much different. Not much has
1: changed there. I actually think it was a worse showing for um Florida. Oh, I agree totally. You know. They were never in that game and, and rising wasn't even starting. A starting quarterback for Utah wasn't even starting. He didn't yeah, even play. Yep, and yep. so you, and you were never in that game. They looked like a third-tier SEC team. Like they looked like Vanderbilt or Kentucky. Even I, Kentucky's yeah. a better football program than Florida right now. Like uh, that was South that was, Carolina. Y- yes, they're below them too, and so I, I don't know what to say there. Nebraska, I I'm not. I don't know. I'm. I'm not ready to bury them just yet. No,
0: I'm not either. I like Matt
1: Rule. I think he's a good coach. They played very good friggin' defense. Against a team that can score, against a team that's got some talent, Minnesota can run the ball like they
0: played good defense. Their their offense still looks bad. Oh, quarterback's bad. The quarterback moves the ball, but then he makes the bad decisions and some horrible decisions. And and then late in the game too, dude, you get this game in overtime, and then he he throws a pick with a minute something to go. Yeah, bad, bad. I don't know, man. It, It just feels like it feels like there's a black cloud around Nebraska at this point. It's just yeah. It's and, ugly, man. Which is
1: interesting that you put those two games back-to-back because we have Colorado versus Nebraska this week in Colorado, so I'm sure we'll talk about that in a few minutes.
0: Um, the top ten basically Cruz, except for a couple teams we're going to hit on in a minute, Georgia, Michigan, Ohio State, Penn State.
1: Well, let me uh, just say uh, Ohio State was
0: no cre- cruise by any
1: stretch of no the In fact, I, te- I texted you at one point during that game. I think it was only 10-3 at that point. Yeah, I think they ended yeah. up winning twenty to three. Three, three,
0: yeah, twenty something like that. That one,
1: yeah, I guess be, you're right. Listen, I don't give a shit, but if you're an Ohio State fan, you should be a little concerned. Now, if there's anything that should give you hope is that Ryan Day is a good offensive coach. Ohio State always have has athletes. Can they fix that side of the ball? My guess is, to at least to some degree, yes. But this is the first time in as long as I can remember that they're struggling on offense. Wow!
0: Wow! Well, I'll tell you this. Not a good sign. Marvin Harrison only had five targets. Five targets, and for like thirty oh. yards, or, or like
1: I think he he yeah, had like thirty yards that's, receiving. That's that's a problem. See, that's to me, that's, that's totally on the quarterback play. Well, that's that's the obviously problem. that's not your game, and, then, and they're not and they're not used to that having <laughs> right, that quarterback right. problem. So, so this is what I mean by like have some faith in Ryan Day. I mean, I know you hope they crash and burn, but I'm just saying like. Uh, listen,
0: I hope Marvison gets sick and wants to sit out the rest of the Absolutely. year. I'll do my best, dude. Stay healthy for the draft,
1: ball. but if but if you're a Buckeyes fan, like have some faith right now that your coaches, you know, if they can fix any side of the ball, it's this side. It's the other side of the ball against teams that you know run the football that you you've been worried about over the last few years. So, especially against Michigan. So, but. There should be some concern there. It's not like Indiana is the stiffest competition, especially first week
0: of the season. So. Right. Um, your Florida State Knowles impressive. Were they, were they more good or was LSU more bad?
1: So what I took away from that game is that, and I don't say this. Uh, I'm surprised that I'm about to say this. Brian Kelly got out coached in the second half of that game. Florida oh State God. Florida State they, made me
0: quit on him too. Out, like absolutely.
1: That, yeah. Florida State made some adjustments and LSU did not. And LSU did not adjust to those Florida State adjustments. And I, I'm shocked to say that because I think Brian Kelly's one of the best coaches in the country. I, I really genuinely do. He's an excellent recruiter, but he's also a fantastic coach. And he's one of those guys that like kind of holds kids to standards. And I didn't see that. Um I think Florida State is really close to the type of team you used to see. Explosive athletes on offense with a good quarterback and a good running game. People always think they used to throw the shit out of the ball. They were as balanced a team as there was in college football. It's a good running game, play action pass, but they had explosive wide receivers that made you think that they threw it all the way. Dexter
0: Carter worked on track. Absolutely. Absolutely.
1: And you always had speed on defense. And that was the one thing, if you want to take anything away from this game, because I'm not going to suddenly think Brian Kelly can't coach, Florida State made LSU look slow. And when's the last time you could say anybody did did that? They did. When's the last time? I mean, Alabama doesn't make
0: LSU look slow. But that's what I mean. Second half, first half they were fine. Second half they got down and they quit. And listen, Brian Kelly, yeah, he does hold his guys accountable. But since he's been at LSU, he's been a little bit of a different guy. Do you think it, have, it comes from that fake accent? Like,
1: I you, like he wasn't believable from the beginning. I don't know if it's related, but there's a. I think like they haven't bought in. I guess, is what I'm saying.
0: And I think he was so excited to get the the pressure out of Notre Dame and, and how how hard it is to get the kids in there and okay, trying to recruit sure. five star guys. Now I think he's kind of let loose because he's got athletes, but now I think he's lost a little bit of discipline now. I, I don't know, know man. It just—it seems a little off.
1: It's I, funny because you had two potential Heisman Trophy candidates, we'll say Heisman hopefuls, oh, quarterbacks Travis on the great. field. One way outshine the other. Obviously, the kid from Florida State, Travis, out, out, totally outshined him. So it was a really good game. I mean, that game was seventeen fourteen LSU at the half, and I know. Then that, they just—that's why it got, it got so, weird, man. So it was—it was a fun game to watch. Again, I—I I, I wouldn't write off LSU, uh, but. I, I would but be. They have, v- they
0: have no room for error now. I'm sure That's we're going to get
1: to another game of why Florida State has got to be really licking their chops right now.
0: Well, one one unlikable coach to another. Dabble swinging so you the don't like the Tigers. I, I didn't used to have a problem with him. Now I do. Are getting... you po- the NIL whininess, mm, the recruiting that's whininess. The that's the word. The division confidence. He's getting a, a little
1: whiny now that Dude, he's now. It was funny when he was winning championships and going to national championships. Yeah, he was, nice, so, stable, double, he was right? Mr. Like, quote the Bible, but now he hates everybody and everything. Yeah, Isn't a that funny?
0: Bit of a, yeah, a little cranky. Um, there was one video I saw the quarterback coming off the field and didn't slap his hand. I don't know what that's about, but like.
1: So if, if you that, don't know what we're talking about, Duke upset. Uh, Clemson on Monday night, and oh by the way, they didn't just upset him. they friggin' shit on him, man. They trashed him. I think it was a score twenty eight 28 eight seven. That's just Clemson. That doesn't happen. So, and listen, uh, you know, maybe you should have some hope for Duke. Let, let's just remember: two years ago, I think they won three or two or three games, and they and they fired Cutcliffe. They got a new coach. They won six games last year, went to a bowl game. Clearly, they're improved this year. I don't care how bad Clemson plays if you beat them twenty eight seven. Uh, that's something else, because nobody does that, even when they're not playing great.
0: And, folks, this is the natural reaction of overreaction week one. Of I course! Mean, I
1: no, mean, of there's, course. there's just
0: nothing to compare it to yet. We're all excited. Um, there's always a September Heisman member. Last year, it was Anthony Richardson of Florida. Absolutely. He was so, listen, but... Florida State and, and and Duke look great. But there's yeah, reason that might, that for concern. That might be a to highlight now more than Clemson. This is <laughs> what I'm saying. This is what I mean. Florida
1: State's got to be licking their chops because they're like, if and I'm not sure where that game is. I, I got a feeling it's in Clemson. But if Duke is holding Clemson to seven points, you got to think with that Florida State defense,
0: they got to be feeling really good. I'll tell you this. Clemson did make a couple of bonehead plays on their own inside the red zone. Absolutely. Well, it's so going to take that. But you know, but yeah, but that happens in games. Absolutely, you, know, you got to overcome that shit, and that's
1: not so, why you lost by three touchdowns either.
0: And I got to tell you <sighs> this: you want to talk about speed? Clemson didn't look like they were overmatched overmatching Duke at all, which and, is crazy,
1: speed. right? Because uh, uh, if there's anything we've said, like we, we both agree, I think that over the last couple of years, their offense with Oyungale, who I'm going to mention him in a minute too, um, it didn't look great. The offense, but the defense has always been good. Always been fast. Always been attacking. Looked kind of average on Monday. Yeah, I know. That's I...
0: very surprising. And that and that's why I don't love preseason AP poll. It's totally unnecessary. LSU and Clemson were totally just on reputation in the top in the top ten. Right. Washington, I think they were ten. Looked outstanding. Yes, I was. Oregon at eleven put up eighty-one. Right. I mean, guys, what are we doing with this this preseason poll? It's, uh, well, what's unfair know. about it is that you, so LSU
1: loses or LSU gets smoked by Florida State, and they don't even fall out of the top twenty. Now, if there was so so, my question is, you're telling me if there was no top twenty-five, if there no, was no AP top twenty-five preseason poll, would LSU even be ranked right now? Exactly. There's only two exactly. teams. There's only two teams exactly. in the top twenty-five that have losses. LSU shouldn't even be in there right now. Why do why are we ranking them after some of the g- games that we why? saw? Why are we even ranking LSU? You know, so that's where I, I agree with you. Like it should almost there should be no preseason, or at least it shouldn't matter. Like it shouldn't matter. Like uh, you know, LSU was four and they dropped to what seventeen? You shouldn't even be ranked. Well, you know. It's absurd. They it shouldn't even be ranked. Now, you could work your way back in, get a couple big wins. Maybe you beat Alabama. Maybe you beat Auburn. And you work your way yeah. back to a top 10 right. team. Right, But it shouldn't just be a, a, a given, you know. So, yeah, I'm with you on that. That's all I got, But What do you got? Okay, so a couple games that stood out to me. Not that they were huge games, but you mentioned the Washington game. And I bring that up because it, it's starting to look more and more like a two or three horse race in the Pac-12. Oh, by the way, you got some really good quarterback play going on in a Pac-12, which is fascinating because this league isn't even gonna exist a year from now.
0: And how about being 13-0 as a conference or 12-0 That's as a That's what I'm saying. Day. Like 13, it's yeah. they're
1: having their they probably have their best year in their top five or six teams. As and they're burning it to the ground. And they're That's all incredible. it's gonna be burned to the ground. It's unbelievable. So Michael Penix looked great. Uh he was one of my preseason Heisman hopeful candidates possible, and he looked really good. Um they have some really nice wide receivers.
0: Oh, I know the three of those guys, oh, dude, dude. Oh my god, they're,
1: they're, that's a talented football team. If they can play some defense, um, that's yeah, going to be very competitive.
0: They're going to be in some shootouts up there, because like right <laughs> away I
1: saw that, and I'm like, I want to see them play USC. Like I do, yeah. I, right, you know, first thing you start thinking of. Also in the Pac-12 and, and Oregon too, we'll do For that matter, well, Oregon and then also was Oregon State. Ojongole started there. I think he threw, nice. threw, threw, he threw a bunch of touchdowns. I don't remember how many. 42-17 over San Jose State. Why do I even mention that score? Why does this game matter? Well, a week ago, USC <laughs> played uh San Jose State and San Jose State put 28 on on USC. Does it matter? Not not really. But you, let's not forget Oregon State was a pretty darn good team last year. They beat Oregon in that in that little civil war that they had between those two. Um that's a good football team too with a very good football coach. So your top three or four teams right now in the Pac-12, USC, Utah, Washington, and Washington, Oregon, and Oregon State, I mean five teams, all five with good quarterbacks. Um, USC, probably the worst defense out of all of them. It's 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 so crazy to think I'm saying this, but this is going to be an awesome year for the Pac-12. Enjoy it because this is it.
0: To piggyback off your DJ point, Clemson let him walk right out the door. Dude, they look even more. They look even more horrible now. Oh my First god! First game, he basically <laughs> he
1: throws like five touchdown
0: passes, and and that's not. An, they that, that's three or and that's, four. And that's another thing why I'm saying it's weird with Dabo. Like I know he he looks looser. I gotta say he looks skinnier. He looks like he's having fun with football again. I don't know, man.
1: Well, look look over the last two years, they've lost the offense coordinator. Although Dabo Sweeney's an offensive guy, and you lost their defense coordinator, at Oklahoma. What the hell's his name? You know what I'm um, talking about? Uh, Venables, Venables. Venables. So suddenly they don't score any points, and their defense isn't what it used to be. Yeah, I'm not point. saying. I'm just saying. So Clemson might be in trouble, but those are. And then I'm going to give you one more game that I that I I was like, wow. Um, and the only reason I say is because I brought their name up, and like against if they play Texas Tech or something like that. Baylor lost outright to uh, Texas State. And they didn't just uh, forty-two to thirty-one. That's and this isn't the Scott Bagula, Texas State. N- uh, no armadillos. No, this is <laughs> um, th- that's a tough loss, and that makes you question like, what the hell's going on? Because Baylor's been a relatively, you know, high-powered offense, good program over the last four or five years, even with the shit that went on with the little scandals that they had. So I look at that and I'm like, damn, like that's that's a funky one right there. What does that mean? Now, to your point, let's not overreact. I think I say this every year. I'll probably say it again next week because it'll be the NFL's first week. Any coach would tell you you make your greatest improvements as a team between weeks one and week two because you finally see who you are. So a lot of these teams, they're playing for the first time. So, you know, coaches really have an idea now of what their weaknesses is and they can really go to work on it. But some of them are a little more concerning than others. Baylor concerns me. The Clemson offense and their, and their quarterback me. got hurt too. For who? Baylor. Oh, but that was pretty late in the game, though. That's not why they lost. But yeah, but he's out this what I'm saying out. that might yeah. that might keep him back. From- right. Right. No, you're absolutely right. Um Ohio State offense, it concerns me. Does it mean it's not going they're not gonna suck? They're gonna suck this year? No, relax. But it concerns me. Nebraska, I'm still holding out on. I'm a Matt Rule I, guy. I'm, I'm a fan of his. So I'm going to hold Florida, off on that Florida one. Florida concerns shit. me big time. Florida dude. definitely concerns me, man. Because um, I don't know that they love, the I should say, the fan base. I don't know if the fan base loves Napier anyway. Yeah. I don't know that he really endeared himself to that fan base. So yep. don't lose two weeks in a row, which I doubt they will. But, yeah, a couple concerning things. That's all. You could be concerned. I'll put
0: it this way, things uh, things to watch out for this week and next. How about that? One more thing before we move on to this week. Um did you hear Chip Kelly's comments at UCLA at halftime?
1: Uh, he's not a fan of the time The Freaked new timing
0: out. thing, yeah, right? He's like we had wow. four possessions, you like that? He's yelling at the reporter like he changed the rules. Uh, I know. <laughs> <laughs> what is going it's on? It's that man? guy's fault. <laughs> <laughs> See what you did! You happy now? <laughs>
1: Yeah, I, well, we talked about this. We said it's likely to see some of these games go under, although we also saw teams, multiple
0: teams score in the 70s and one in the 80s. So, so. Here's my point. Here's my problem with this, kind of like with the baseball rules. Guys, it's not the clock. I, You know, I was a big Michigan fan with a lot of noon kicks, and they're winning games last year by like 30 points, and the game would end at 4.05. Because we don't need commercials after extra point, kickoff, right. first play. This is re- how many well, spots do, here, sponsors the do we thing. need?
1: Hey Chip, maybe you only had four possessions because your defense wasn't stopping the other team. Why don't you make some stops and you'll get more possessions?
0: That's a good point. Imagine that they, they lost a ton of guys off that team. They when did the roster, and, oh, they, and they still won. So you know they did. So he should be a little. And again, Jesus. And again, adjustment week one. Absolutely, everything's different. We'll, next for week, it will be more smooth. This week, week two. Let's take a look. You said it. Nebraska goes to Boulder and plays the Fighting Primetime.
1: I tell you what, man, the Dion effect is unbelievable. Um, the ratings that they got, first of all, I didn't even mention this before, but the ratings that they got for that Colorado Texas Christian game are <laughs> higher than any NBA regular season game last year, even Christmas Day. Like, it was. Wow. Like, the the eyes that this brings in, and this brings up a point that somebody had made, maybe for ESPN or who knows, one of these guys had talked about, that whatever contract Deion Sanders got for Colorado, he's underpaid. And here's why. And you might be right. I didn't love the comment at the time, but I may have to walk it back. Listen, their whole season is sold out. They're on TV every fucking week now. The ratings on TV are fucking bananas. Like, everybody wants to watch Colorado. Everybody's talking about Colorado on ESPN and Fox Sports and Yahoo Sports. It's all Colorado all the fucking time. The attention that they're getting. Uh, you, I don't even know that Mike, you could act.
0: Michael Irvin flew out there to, this watch, was, him this to is, watch.
1: I don't know that you could put a number on this shit. I really don't. It's pretty crazy. It's pretty crazy. So this will be interesting because now they're home. And this is an old rivalry, too. This is, used is to be Ga- a game Day's going there, right? Or am I wrong about I'm that? not sure I, that I don't know about. I'm, I'm not no, sure. You may right. be right.
0: It's got to be Texas Bama. It's got to be Texas Bama. Probably. Yeah, that, that makes sense.
1: But it's crazy that the attention, and,
0: and I'll be honest with you, I'm a little intrigued
1: because TCU I, didn't I exactly know. play any defense, and the one thing that Nebraska did do pretty well last week was play defense.
0: You you want to kind of see this go a little longer, though, you, so you could feed into it. Oh, yeah. Since, I know, oh, like, my God, I, of course. I want the lead story on Bump and Run Podcast next week to be Colorado does it again. Do all, of course. You know what I like about this too with Dion, and I was talking to Andy and Mikey about this the other day. He doesn't need to do this shit. Not at all. Oh my, He, G- dude, he sit back and relax and retire. Oh. Dude, he lo- he loves it. He knows what he like. Like, and like, someone was saying he doesn't curse. So, like, do you remember when this
1: whole journey really started for him? The Dallas Cowboys were looking for a new coach, and he said, "I should be the Dallas Cowboys coach." And everybody laughed him off the screen, right? That's ridiculous. And what did he do? He went to Jackson State. And what did he do there? Make them a friggin' what is it, FCS, FBS, whatever the hell is FCS powerhouse, HBC, like ter- unbelievable. Coming to Colorado, maybe maybe the Cowboys would have been better
0: served <laughs> hiring Deion Sanders. So, How crazy. So South Palantonio went on DP or somebody the other day and said his next stop is the NFL? He says he doesn't want to. He's not he doesn't want to, to
1: deal with deal with these guys with these big egos and big contracts. That's what it's. A, I, I watched him say that flat out. If
0: Jerry Jones calls well, him, well, <laughs>
1: it's hard people, to say
0: no. People <laughs> have said stuff before, and a week later it's, they have gone missing. It's hard to say. Nick Saban, no. hello, hello. So
1: <laughs> it's hard I mean, to say no.
0: <laughs> no, but it's a cool story. It's um, awesome. It's a lot of but, fun too. It's a yeah, fun, it's fun story, man. And especially like he sees himself in Travis Hunter too, like playing all. Like Absolutely. I'm not what he can do that for 167 of snaps in 105 degree heat. Yeah, but that can look like he wasn't tired at all at the end of the game. Either. I don't think
1: anybody can do that for somebody other than Deion Sanders. Yeah. Like, I think it. I think it's only a guy like that who played two sports sometimes both during the same time, like to Coach, put the confidence into two someone. Toes you can cut do off this.
0: coaching, walking on the sideline, dude. Man. It's incredible, it's, man. It's it's man. It's really incredible. something
1: else. And if he, I'm just that's why I'm saying if you think he's not a good coach, he's a really good coach, folks. Yeah. Yeah. I, he I understands th- people. I think that's got to that narrative has got to be. Yeah. Uh, go bye bye. Because he understands people. He knows how yeah. to bring in the groceries, man. He knows how to bring in the players and he knows how to motivate them.
0: Clearly. And, and some, and it looks like he's got some good assistance.
1: Yeah. Well, that's the other side of it for sure. You talk about but that, a, but that. But that's more of a network to pick from than Dion. Right. Oh, of course oh. it helps. Yeah. Yeah. He can't. No, he no. i that everyone. helps
0: Dion's. Like ability to with people. Like, yes, absolutely, absolutely. Um, A little weird game here. Notre Dame at NC State. Well, it's weird
1: because Notre Dame has looked really, really good, but they've also haven't played anybody. So yeah, exactly. um now NC State is okay, but it'll be a much stiffer test than Navy game, or Middle I mean, Tennessee yeah. State.
0: So uh, yeah, listen, a lot of travel for the Fighting Irish. Notre Dame, Ireland great, back now yep. to go to North Carolina. You make back, a good point like there for sure.
1: Definitely. And all three weeks in a row. No break in there, really. Right. No break at all.
0: Yeah. Um, A game that we probably wouldn't consider two likable teams. Uh-oh. And two teams that have had their share of controversy and look at me, coaches. You have any guess, sir? I
1: kind of do, but uh, the last comment scared me off. I was gonna say Texas A&M, Miami. That's exactly what it would be. Oh, thank you. I kind of had a feeling where you're going.
0: This, yeah, that's exactly <laughs> what it would be. I have that one listed as well. We know, we know Miami's history for years and years with their nonsense and A&M with Jimbo Fisher and the high recruits and then bitching at Nick Saban and then having a really really down year and then the Manziel situation, although not with with Jimbo, but right. still in the same in the same college. Um, Mario Cristobal, ex Miami uh, player. Second year, leaving Oregon. Had a rough I, year I, last year. I, I'm sick of hearing about all these guys. He's a perfect Miami fit. Perfect, this is like the third or fourth guy. I know. Heard, that's a perfect Miami fit. Yep. Dude, at some point, at and m they went out and got your boy Bobby Petrino. I think that's a big deal. They looked pretty
1: good on offense week one. Uh, Petrino, look, again, I, I don't think this is a good guy. I don't think he's a solid dude. <laughs> but the guy knows offense. Uh, plain and simple, it really is as simple as that. And they looked a lot better. Now, they didn't play anybody the first week, but and but neither did Miami. So they both, they both had walk off wins. Like they both won relatively easy. But you're 100 percent right. These are two coaches. One program is a bit in trouble. One co- and both, but both coaches. Miami is not in trouble as a program, but. Um, uh, th- their program is, I'm saying Texas A&M is Texas A&M. There's so much money. There's so much attention. They would fire him and get a new coach and it'd be off to the races. But, um, both of these guys are kind of fighting for their jobs and reputations and they both played pretty well week one. So it'll be interesting to see what happens here. It's a fascinating matchup of SEC versus ACC.
0: Yeah. So it kind of came out of nowhere. I was at a barbecue Saturday night and there was a big Miami fan there. And we we're talking and, uh. I go, dude, what do you think, what do you think is hurting Miami like, long-term Like for like this many years? They can't figure it out. And he goes, since they knocked down the OB and they, they're they playing at the Dolphins Arena, was that Shark Stadium or whatever the hell it is, Hard Rock Stadium, I think. Whatever that, it is, yeah. Whatever it is. He goes, it's like 45, 50 minutes away from campus, and they have no home field advantage. We like, were just, weren't we
1: just talking about someone else who has a very similar situation? I feel like we were just talking about someone else. They have to drive a while. Well,
0: I don't. I've seen all. Basketball's got that a little bit. They, they got to go to prudential, right. but that wasn't what we were but, talking but about. I think um, you're right. I think that's a, a huge part of it. Yeah, you I know? do too. How do
1: you not have your own freaking
0: stadium? You're the fucking Miami
1: Hurricanes,
0: man. And, yeah, I know. And all the legend, the the, the tradition you got there. It's...
1: And they got money. It's not like Miami U doesn't have money. This is like a, a big time school for doctors. Like this is a high end yeah. school. Lawyers, uh, yeah, lawyers. Like this is a good school. They have the money. How you don't have your own freaking campus or have your have your own stadium is beyond me. Uh, so that's crazy in and of itself. But I agree, that's probably a problem because if there's no excitement, but I think if they had the players and they were winning games, they'd fill that stadium. Even if you know it was. But the problem Chicken. is, to your point, I don't know that you're going to get. I don't know that if it's an hour away basically i don't know that you're ever going to get that student body connection that some of these yeah. other schools have yeah you know when a kid it can just, just walk out of his dorm and it, be at the stadium. i know it just seems it just so out of your
0: way it's it's you know it's a lot of travel sometimes for, you
1: just can't get there what are you gonna uber <laughs> you know so you know, know it's crazy yeah i'm with you on that
0: um oregon at texas tech it's a road game for Oregon. They
1: have to go to Texas Tech. Texas Tech was winning, and I think they ended up losing their game in a shootout. Um, Oregon won like 152 to nothing. Yeah. So you would expect them to win. To you would expect Oregon to win, but this is one of those funky spots. It's going to be 107 degrees in Texas. Uh, it makes no sense for Texas Tech to win this game, which is why you should probably take Texas Tech. <laughs> like it just makes no sense. I know it's weird. You know, let's be honest. Oregon won against Portland State, and I think it's a D two school. You know, they might they might have a high school schedule, so you know, don't read too much into that. And the whole Bo Nix thing to me, I never got it. I never fully understood it. I never. I've yet to see whether he played at Auburn, right? Am I am I yeah. wrong? In his years at Auburn or, or Oregon, I don't see this great quarterback. I, I I don't understand why he's even on like a Heisman early season list or anything like that i don't get it so you're playing a real division one team now so we'll see how that goes but i think they're favored by like eight and a half something like that
0: i think it's less than that i think it's seven i think it's six it, and a half or seven yeah okay. yeah you would think oregon oh. should win that game fairly fairly handily but you would think so but yes
1: vegas knows something yeah again i'm not kidding i think it'll be 107 down in texas so Oof. that'll probably play into it last one for me buddy texas at alabama Huge game, obviously. This is as big a game as there's going to be for Steve Sarkeesian as well and for Quinn Hewers, kind of both of them at the same time. Not that it's uh, um, a job killer for Sarkeesian if they were to lose, but you know, you had Alabama on the ropes last year and Bryce Young kind of brought them back to win that game. It's certainly a tough ask to go into Alabama and win that game, but you you need to be competitive. If they get blown out by 30 with basically, you know, Alabama hasn't even like fully decided on their quarterback yet. I don't know that anything we saw last week made it any clearer. They got to look at least competitive and Quinn Ewers, Quinn Ewers uh I don't know. Texas was funny last week, man. They had a hard time moving the ball against Rice. I was actually watching some of that game. They end up winning a game, you know, going away, but now Part of it, I wonder. Are they just looking forward to Alabama? Are they just like super vanilla? Is it just kind of six plays? Yeah, that's what I was
0: thinking. So I give
1: them. I you know obviously we expect Texas to be hyped as shit for this game, but so will Alabama because they have a little bit to prove after you know squeaking by and some people thought they should have lost last year. So it'll be fun. I just hope Texas has enough to keep it close. They certainly didn't show that last week. That's all I got, brother. Okay, I have two games. Both of them are odd. These are not like big games. It is a weird week this week. There's not a lot of great games. This week and next week. It's
0: a little weird, yeah.
1: Two games stood out to me, one because of the spread, and one because of like they're both top twenty-five teams, and we don't even have you don't even have them on your like games of interest this week. So the top the two top 25-10 uh 25 Miss and Tulane. Yeah. And I feel like this is almost like a trap game here. Like it's a weird game. Like you got Ole Miss coming off scoring hundred points or what? You know, 70 seventy-seven points, seventy-three to three. I think they won. Uh, and Tulane's a top twenty-five team. You know, Tulane is going to be super sky high for this game. They're at home. This is why I mean it's a trap. Uh, like I feel like it's a. Tra- it could be a trap. Uh. I think it could be a closer game than people might think uh cuz Tulane's going to be just super good. This is their this is their bowl game. This is their Super Bowl. This is their national championship. This is the kind of game if Tulane can find a way to pull off a win here and then they run the table in their conference and shit like that, which is possible. They're 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 the highest ranked team in their conference. You you become one of those uh outside the top 5 conference teams that says, "Hey, we deserve a shot at the playoffs. We beat a We beat a a big time Ole Miss ranked team. So, you know, they're going to. That's the story they're talking about all week this week in Tulane. That's the story the coaches are selling their players. And the players probably believe it because it's a pretty good team. Um,
0: Yeah, it is.
1: But, you know, Kiffin's a great coach. He's no dummy. He's been around for a while now doing this. I'm sure he's been plugging that into his guy's head all week. These guys are going to be super hyped for you, saying exactly what the other coach is saying to his players. Like, this is what they're thinking. You're their piece of meat, man. You're their ticket to what they think is a spot in the in the in the 14 playoffs. So, be very aware. So, I I actually think that could be a sneaky fun game to watch, a sneaky good game to watch. Especially if you're like us where like yes, we have rooting interest, but in general, we just like watching college football. And for me, it's always because I like rooting for underdogs and I'm always looking for upsets. So, that's one of those games that I'm just like going to watch with some interest and if the game is tight still in the second quarter or so, like I probably switch over and start watching that one. And rooting for Tulane. So I think that could be really interesting. The other one, okay, so Virginia lost, like got slaughtered by Tennessee last week. Like, I don't know what it was 56 something, 14, something pretty bad. But it's Virginia. They are a home dog, not against Virginia Tech, not against North Carolina, not against Clemson. They are a six and a half point home dog against James Madison. What? Wow. What? So I almost have to watch the first half of that game just to see what is going. I went and looked like James Madison won their first game, but it wasn't against anybody. Like it wasn't like you know some big win. I'm just like, how bad can Virginia be if they're home dogs? Like if they were road favorites against James Madison by only six, I'd be like by the six and a half that they're. I'd be like, wow, what's going on Virginia? They're only favored by six and a half at James Madison. No, they're they're six and a half point dogs at home against James Madison. What's
0: going on? Good story out of Virginia, though. Uh, A running back who shot in that tragedy Mm. last year came back and played. Right. So there's a little silver Mm. lining there. It's a good story for him and the whole school getting back on it. So, you know, that's one thing you got to look at it, too. They've been through it the last year, 10 months. Absolutely. They've been through it. So, you know, that fact that they're out there playing football and stuff, you know, one day at a time. But, yeah, that is is alarming for sure.
1: Just – I just – I saw that, and I'm like, that's got to be a mistake, but it's not a freaking mistake. So we'll see what happens, you know. I, I, again, from a coaching standpoint, you know that coach is telling them, nobody thinks we can win this game. They're going to come into our place, and we're underdogs? Hell no. So maybe they yep. get up for that and pull and, and win that game. But
0: So that's what I got. Want to head to the NFL, my man? Yes, sir. We have one last conference to do. The yes. one division, I should say. NFC West last year's nfc runner-up the san francisco 49ers um brock purdy is the guy no if and, and buts about it yep. they traded trey lance they got a good backup in sam darnold uh joey bosa was holding out when i wrote this the other day Holy but he is that he has signed a huge contract what was it five years 190 five years 170 175, and it 170. basically
1: averages 34 million a year that's getting into like quarterback territory, dude. He that's is a crazy. good player, but I don't know how long
0: he's going to last that long. But.
1: Yep. Well, so 120 of it is guaranteed. So if it's a five year contract, that 120 is probably for four years. So, or 122, whatever the number is. But it's a lot of money. Yeah. But the other side of it is uh, that's the kind of guy you got to sign. What do we talk about all the time on this show? Uh, you got to have a quarterback. You got to protect your quarterback. You got to get after the quarterback, quarterback. and you got to stop the quarterback. So it's like you got to have quarterback, offensive line, and rushers, and and defense, and corners. Like that's that's the game. I think even Uh, more. Even I say all those positions before you even get to wide receiver. Now you got to have somebody to throw to, of course. But I'd rather have a bunch of B receivers with A plus linemen than A plus wide receivers and B or C linemen. Is
0: there pressure on Kyle Shanahan this year?
1: Pressure. Uh, yeah. I mean, there's pressure in the sense of, like, you can't miss the playoffs. Um.
0: Purdy can't take a step back after you whiffed on well, Lance. Well, it depends on everything. what you mean
1: by a step back. You know, like, yeah. he, he can't be a 500 quarterback because this is too good a team for that. Right. But, you know, let's be fair. The fucker was 8-0 and as a starter who finished games last year. So, stepping back might be 7-1. and sure. Um, sure. So, yeah, to your point, like, you know, if... if if they start the season 4 and 4 there's going to be rumblings especially if it's that's what. so like you know everything's relative i don't know if he throws for 300 yards and two touchdowns every game in their 4 and 4 it's not going to have anything to do with it right so that would have to be because of their defense because that's just stupid numbers so but yeah i mean there's that kind of pressure your team that went to the NFC championship last year if your quarterback didn't go hurt get didn't get hurt in that game you know, who knows what happens? Maybe you're in the Super Bowl, maybe not, or at least it's a closer game. So there's definitely pressure. They probably have more pressure on them than any team in this division. Is this the best team in the NFC? I I think so. Um, you know, Purdy is the one – I don't even call him a question mark, but, you know, when you look around and you An think – An guy or – Well, uh, just like when you look around the league and think of all the great teams, best rosters – they all kinda include a pretty darn top shelf quarterback, Buffalo, Josh Allen, you know, you know, Mahomes with Kansas City, Cincinnati, bing bing bing. Like you go along the list and it's like they all have great quarterbacks. I don't know that he's great, but as Kyle Shanahan and this team has shown over the last few years, their quarterback doesn't have to be great. He just has to be good. And they can win a lot of games. So, yeah. um if you look just by the numbers last year, if he kind of just reproduces the statistics he did last year, they're going to be just fine. Yeah, that defense I agree. is that defense is so goddamn good. They got shit ton of weapons, a really good offensive line. Oh, by the way, they have one of the best running games in the league and one of the best running backs. So unless there's like really massive catastrophic injuries, I suspect they're going to be a pretty goddamn good team this year. I don't see a guy like Purdy. Like you, you, you'd have to show me at some point from the time he was a freshman at Iowa State to this moment right now where he hasn't been at least competent and good. You, you know what I mean? Like I have no evidence to say this is yeah. gonna ch- this is going to change. That's you fair. Know, when we talked about Trey Lance, we're like, dude, the kid didn't play for a year. Even when he did play, the one year he played at North Dakota State, they were predominantly a running team. Uh, he there were games where he threw the ball only thirteen times. Like you didn't to me, you never had the evidence on the upside. Whereas if you look at, you can look at Iowa State. That team is back. They they won like three games last year. They were a they were a bowl team every year beating Iowa. And now they're back to sucking again. So like, <laughs> Purdy has a track record of being good, if not better than good. I, I have Iowa. no evidence to to to
0: expect otherwise. I remember when Michigan was struggling at the end with COVID and stuff with, um, with Jimmy Harbaugh. And on Twitter, Michigan. Well, I want Campbell from Iowa State. I'm like, oh my God! <laughs> but you
1: see Jeez. what happens. No more. No more. Per- for four years in a row, you're yeah. a bowl team, and that coach has been chased. You're beating Oklahoma. Like no- I- nobody even talks about Campbell anymore. They're they're Nothing. they they were sub 500 team last year. Didn't make the bowl. They're gonna they're gonna probably be below 500 again this year. Nobody care. He had his chance. He blew it.
0: sidewalk week this week too. Iowa Iowa State. Um, schedule at Steelers Week One, Giants Week Three. Is that not Dallas the best game of the five? week? Is that maybe the yeah, best fantastic. game of the week? It's been. There's a it's couple. A one o- is that a Here. one o'clock game too? Yeah, one o'clock game. <sighs> what a great way to start. <laughs> yeah. Dallas Week Five at Vikings Week Seven, Bengals Week Eight at Jaguars Week Nine at Seattle Week Twelve at Philly Week Thirteen, and Ravens Week Sixteen. They are gonna. It's not an easy games.
1: Yeah, it's not an easy schedule.
0: Second place. Last year, playoff team, the Seattle Seahawks. Shocker. Geno Smith extended. Geno Smith had the
1: highest completion percentage in the NFL last year, folks. I know. What? I mean, that's just crazy. Once once you leave the Jets. Thanks. Weapons galore. So that means Aaron Rodgers will be great
0: in his next stop. (laughs) On his couch. Can they overtake the Niners?
1: Uh am can they? Yes. Will they? I don't think so. But I tell you what, man. Through the draft and a couple nice little moves, including the Russell Wilson trade, uh they have rebuilt this team really quick. Now they are very young on defense, but there's a there's a lot of talent there. They rebuilt their offensive line, and uh, two they got two rookie tackles last year, and they both worked out. Like hello, well, so and the Adams
0: trade too, dude.
1: Absolutely. So this is a really fast rising team. Um, I'll put it to you this way: I would not predict. I don't think ready, they're going to win it. Yeah, I don't think they're going to win a division. But if they did. You won't see me sitting here on this podcast being like, "I can't believe this shit." Yeah, nope. Agreed. No, this is a tough. This is
0: tough. Tough team, dude. Pete Carroll, a young 72, 73, whatever he is. How how long do you think he wants to go for, man? Like that. Uh, he looks totally opposite of Belichick. Belichick's like uh, limping
1: around, wobbly, yeah, so- like. You know, this is like the idea of like Joe Biden. Joe Biden's the same age, basically the same age Ooh. as Donald Trump, but they're not the same, right? What? Like they're cognitively not the same. Belichick and Pete Carroll are not the same. Like Pete Carroll has a a skip and a hop about him, where Belichick yeah. is basically weeble wobbling all over the place. Like <laughs> everybody wears out at a different pace. So how long? I don't know. Uh, he see, shows no signs of slowing down. He's healthy. He's fit looks you know looks good so and again this team is rising so fast like we talked about this with belichick when we did the afc east preview like how long does he want to wait i in seattle here i don't think Pete carroll's waiting very long now the big question is number one are you going to get the same out of Geno? but even if you knew you were For how long would you get that out of Geno? Like how many years until this team is truly – I don't think they're a Super Bowl contender this year. So do you get another two, three years, two years this year and maybe one or two more out of Geno? I don't know. I think that's a big ask. In the meantime, do you start looking for the next guy? Maybe. But uh, this is a good team. This is a good football team. And they are well
0: coached, like it or not, folks. If you think Pete Carroll was washed up, you were wrong. Schedule – Week two at Lions. Very good game there. Should be a high scorer. Week four at the Giants. I think that's a Monday nighter. That's a good one as well. Week six at the Bengals. Week nine at the Ravens. Week 13 at the Cowboys. Is that Thanksgiving? I don't know. Wow. Week 14 at the Niners. Week 15, Philly home. And week 17, Steelers. Mm -hmm. Uh, Mike
1: Dean asked if, uh, if Purdy had Tommy John surgery. I don't think it was Tommy John surgery.
0: But he had his elbow
1: something. There was but, something in his elbow, but I don't think he was yeah. Tommy John. Because I think with that
0: you're out like Yeah. over a year. So he's not throwing breaking balls either. No, well that's true. Yeah. Uh third place team from last year, the Rams, disappointing coming off a Super Bowl. Uh Cooper Cup hurt missed about seven or eight weeks. And we said this for years. The Super Bowl season is starting to haunt them. The money is just ridiculous. They're they they're cutting good guys, they're trading other guys. they Guys are tiring on them, and it just—they went all in. They got the ring, and now this is what you get. I remember at the time,
1: anyone who kind of spoke against us, saying that you're 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 mortgaging off your future. Said, who cares if you win the Super Bowl? Well, I just ask if you care now. Do you care now? Because it ain't just going to be last year and this year. It's going to be last year, this year, next year, probably the year after that. Even if yeah. you are the worst team in all of football. You're going to get a rookie quarterback. You get a Drake, because you're going to the Super Bowl right away. You're going to be good right away. You have so many holes on this team now. So, hey, uh, I can't argue with the fact that what they did got them the Super Bowl. um, But you're paying a price now, and you're going to be paying a price for a little while. And the worst part is you're in L.A. And if there's anything we know about L.A. fans, L.A. sports (laughs) fans, if you're not good, they don't come. Like in Kansas City, you can be mediocre, and those fans are coming to that game. Jets are perennially mediocre would be fantastic. I would love for them to be mediocre all the time. They've been bad, and fans come. That's not the case in LA. There's a lot of other shit to do. LA is similar to New York and Miami, like New York City, not New Jersey, New York, and Miami. If you're not good in Miami, they don't come. They don't come. (laughs) And there's a beach, there's a ton of shit to do. LA, there's more shit to do that you can think of. Why am I gonna go watch my team lose? I'm not gonna pay money to watch them lose. I'm not going. So, you know, they're in a they're in a bad spot. Like you said, Cooper Cup out. Who's scoring now?
0: Does this have a little bit of a it feels like the end is near for McVeigh a little bit? Well,
1: listen, what? He threatened last year to retire, right?
0: Yeah, gave it a thought this year to retire. Uh <sighs> He turned out an announcing gig after the Super Bowl. So
1: it seems to me like there's this potential for them to suddenly start trading pieces off. Like, what could you get for an Aaron Donald after week three? What could you get for um, Matthew Stafford in the offseason? Jalen Ramsey's already gone. Already gone. So he's a young coach. This is the difference between, like, say, Pete Carroll, Bill Belichick, and Sean McVay. I know he likes the owner, and I know he likes the GM. So maybe if we sit down and say, hey, we're going to sell these pieces off, get a shit ton of draft picks, get those draft picks packed because we're not going to – you're not winning with Aaron Donald and, and Matthew Stafford right now. It's over. That window is gone. But what could you get for Aaron Donald? What could you get for Matthew Stafford? Can you kind of recoup some of those picks that you lost and then and then start to build back up? Maybe. And and a young uh, – uh, dude, he McVay's still in his 30s. I know. I he's 37, 38 years old. Younger, younger than me, I think. Absolutely, yeah. So would he want to stick around for that? I might want to stick around for that and say, you know, these guys all have egos. you got to remember, there's massive egos going around here. You know, And he could say, well, instead of me just coming into a, a program, we can build – this time we can build it the way I want to build it as opposed to taking over one that was So I think he'd rather do that than stick around and be 500 or s- sub-500. I think he'd rather shit the bed and start from scratch than move these pieces. Um, but this is happening. This is what happens, folks. This is what happens when you sell the farm for two players, three
0: players. Yeah, you can't pay everybody, and then and then you're out of luck. Schedule at Seahawks week one. At Bengals week three. Cooper Cup already ruled out for that game, by the way. Yep. Eagles home week five. Steelers home week seven. At Cowboys week eight, at Packers week nine, at Ravens week 14, Saints week 16, Giants week 17, at the Giants week 17, and at the Niners week 18, I would be shocked if this team wins anything more than like seven games.
1: Oh, I agree with you, I, you totally. I would be shocked. I agree with you totally. That's
0: one I'd go, if they're in the playoffs at 10-7, i go, holy shit. McVay's that's not thought. gonna that, happen yeah, yeah I agree that's not,
1: uh, at best they're 500 to, yeah there's no last, way there's more than 7 wins not a chance
0: last one a humongous dumpster fire the Arizona Cardinals Man. they are in full tag mode they cut Colt McCoy just because they, they're worried about him winning games. I think at that point you might
1: be right, which is incredible,
0: dude. That's like and and like how about a red flag there for the league? That is just that's well. Here's athletic, your you
1: get, I forget the league giving you a red flag. Here's your red flag from Carl Williams, which is Caleb Williams' dad, who said, "Don't mm-hmm. think for one second my son is going to play at Arizona." Basically, without saying that, that's what he said. And how do I know that that's what he said? Hmm. Who's an assistant coach for USC? Oh, wait a minute. Cliff Kingsbury is an assistant coach for USC. You think maybe he's told Caleb Williams what it's like playing and being in Arizona with the Cardinals? And Kyler Murray and everything else? Yeah. You think he might have? T- I'm not even saying he threw Arizona under the bus. Just tell it like it is. He's not going to play there, folks. So if you think you're tanking for Caleb,
0: you're not. <laughs> well, here's, well, here's 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 another point. Just like you said, with the Rams going to be bad again next year. The Cardinals are going to be bad again next year. Yeah, because so here's what's even crazier. We're talking about taking for Caleb.
1: Uh, do you forget that you got a guy on your roster called Kyler Murray who you just signed yeah. for like a f- freaking $300 million? Well, that's what I have written down
0: here. And nobody Caleb's wants him? Mark? Lincoln Riley, <laughs> oh question God. mark? Would you? I'd rather be at USC. No, I'd rather be at USC, too uh yeah not much else to say they you know they're gonna they're gonna stink it's they're a bad really team
1: stink. it's a bad football
0: team. uh week two at giants week three no week two giants home week three cowboys home week four at the niners week five Bengals home week seven at seattle week eight ravens week 13 at pitt week 17 at philly but but who I cares that point, i almost I don't cut know you off quarterback I, you, I, you know what? Dobbs. I almost cut myself off. Dobbs is the yeah, quarterback. That's what so I was yeah, say, dude. That's... Why are you
1: tell me a schedule? It doesn't matter. Yeah,
0: like this is, well, this is a bad football. This is bad. Listen, in case somebody wants to go to Arizona and see a nice game, and you'd I don't get, know, like... you probably get free tickets. Jesus Christ. <laughs> uh, NFL Week One Preview. My Wait, friend. do you want to put them in order that you think? Yeah, I got them in the same order as last year: San Fran, one; Seattle, two; Rams, three; Cardinals, four. I do too. I, I, th- I think there's an
1: argument at some point that the Rams. If they start doing what I was saying, like selling if off real estate, anybody,
0: if they had anybody else in that division except Arizona, I would totally go that route. Well, but listen, I think Arizona's gonna be that. If pass. they
1: sell off Matthew Stafford and and Aaron Donald, and Aaron Donald would come first, um, there's nothing left. <laughs> I mean, there's just there's
0: nothing left. Yeah, is anyone trading for Hollywood Brown? Although they no. did. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, somebody is. <laughs> so, Besides them. Listen,
1: they're going to be fighting those two teams with maybe with Tampa are going to be fighting for the worst record in the NFL, I think, unfortunately.
0: How about the Colts? I don't. Texans? I think the Texans are not as bad.
1: Plus I think they'll be decent on defense with Damico Ryan's listen they gotta play a lot, I, of, I I play a lot of AFC
0: teams though. No, I, know, I
1: think I told you, like, they made some signings in the off season. Nobody big wanted to go to Houston, but they did sign a bunch of good players. I'm I'm not I don't know how bad they're gonna be. I think these two teams are really bad. Like I think Rams are better than cards right now. But if yeah. they do what I think they might do. Oh, dude. It's it's so. I wonder thin. how long
0: I wonder how long Stafford's gonna go. Um, I think he can still play because he's he not still the healthiest guy it. in the world either. Well, though. that's got, true,
1: but he also's been running for his life th- last season. Yeah.
0: To your point, well, remember though, he, remember he the, came in the, with the that elbow. arm injury. Yeah, sh- yeah, it was yeah. Like two years in yeah. row with that shit. But I mean,
1: listen, if you were um, I don't fucking know. I'm just trying to reach here, but like Minnesota or um, I don't fucking know, Atlanta. What yeah, if Atlanta is, has a good yeah. team, but Ritter's not your guy?
0: What if Tua goes down again, too? You go get so that. I,
1: I think there's a market. Yeah, I think there's a market. Or or even, dude, I think he'd be a nice fit in Tennessee. You know, next yeah. season, you got a good solid yeah, running they, game, they, they, good defense. These
0: fucking guys, it's like.
1: <sighs> I'm just saying. Like, I know. I think I there'll you. be a market for him if he wants to I continue playing. Does he want to? That part I don't know. You might be right about that. He might be like, "I got my Super Bowl, I'm good." Does he want the Hall of Fame?
0: Yeah, like if they ask, is he a Hall of Famer he... right now? Yeah, he is. You think so? Yeah, I'm not so sure. Do you want to go to Chicago? No, I don't want to go. I want to go. No. I want to go. Fuck. I want to go sit with my hot wife and watch water grow or water melt. Yeah, like, come on. I'm with
1: you on that. I get that. But he's a, Carrasco, To me, he's not Hall of Fame yet. If he were to make one more deep playoff, go him, go look at his numbers with the Lions. I know, but they were so bad. It it gets held against them. It gets held against them. But that Super Bowl ring, I think, evens it out. It helps a lot. It yeah. puts them right there. I'm just saying, do you want to solidify that? If he were to go to say Tennessee and make like a deep playoff run, not even win a Super Bowl, but just make a deep playoff run. Now you've done that with two teams. It's no longer just McVeigh's Super Bowl. It's it, you're okay. you're great. So I hear you. That's all. Week one starts tonight, <sighs> dude. By the way i love this game tonight it's it's a bonus pick of mine it's not one of my picks because who knows when people listen to this but it's a bonus pick i love this game tonight i liked it before injuries
0: and now i love it i feel like (laughs) i feel like joe biden and now i love it (laughs) and now you're asleep (laughs) sorry uh week one no that's mitch mcconnell oh stare yeah oh my face. god oh Jesus. my god let's not go let's not go, go. away guys, guys. just go uh, away what the hell lions at chiefs travis kelsey highly questionable with a hyper extension even if he Navy plays what are you day. getting
1: out of him right yeah like, I mean, is he he's more got of, a... yeah is he more of like a
0: decoy how even if he isn't how many can he go they still have patrick mahomes so that's always scary they have they have weapons on the outside that he's. Familiar with, but not like he had with Kelsey and Hill and stuff like that. Valdez, Scantling, Sky Moore. Um, Defense is missing a huge piece. Defensive tackle Chris Jones is not there. Massive. Holding out for more money. Frank Clark is not walking through those doors either. He's at rival Denver now. Correct. Um, And the Lions are the absolute hype train coming into town.
1: Which means they're going to lose, but... (laughs) <laughs> um, I like this game. I like the Lions tonight. I really like them a lot. And to What's the me, number at
0: now, I think it's at five.
1: I think it's down to five. Maybe it's four and a half. You know what? Let me check on my little yeah. mini smart machine. I'm gonna check too on the score. I'm looking on the score app, so I don't know how accurate their line is, but it's five on there. Kansas City by fair by five, four
0: and a half on mine.
1: For what? What app? Uh, Yahoo. Yahoo Sports. Okay, so four and a half, five. I liked Detroit tonight because of Chris Jones being out. Um, I think we kind of touched on it a little last week where I said, you know, Detroit has one of the best offensive lines in all of football, which means they have a great running game. Uh and I so so with Chris Jones being out, I thought they were gonna run a ball all over Kansas City anyway. We know from the past Kansas City's defense starts off the season so fucking bad every year, every year. And then as the season goes on, Spagnola figures it out, figures out what his guys can and can't do, and by the by the time the playoffs roll around, they're decent. They're never good or great, but they're decent. Yeah. But they start off bad. So you're already in a hole, and now you don't got Chris Jones, and now you got a maybe one of the top 5 rushing teams in the NFL coming into your building. I already like Kansas City I mean, I already like Detroit. Now you're going to tell me Travis Kelsey? So who are the three best players on Kansas City?
0: Mahomes, Kelsey, and Chris Jones. And
1: th- and two out of those three. Now, yeah. as much as I love Mahomes, he's not making up for everybody. Okay? So two of your three best players are not playing, or at least they are not playing at 100%. Yeah, I like Detroit tonight. I like Detroit tonight. Just because I think, you know, Detroit's defense was super bad last year. I mean, really bad. Yeah. But I think they made some improvements. But I just think they're going to take the air out of the ball. the year went along, too, I it forbidding. absolutely did. It was way worse in the beginning of the season than it was at the <laughs> end. Which so let's give some credit to um, Aaron Glenn. Aaron Glenn there, he did a really good job of fixing it up. So um, I, I just think Detroit is is going to take the air out of the ball. They're going to keep control of the ball. I think they win this game tonight. I really do. Wow! I, I, think yeah, I think they Arrowhead, win it outright. In
0: Arrowhead, hanging a banner. I think what? they win
1: it outright. Woo!
0: I hope you are right that friend.
1: It's just because of a matchup. This is not an I love Detroit thing. I just think it's a bad matchup at a bad time. That's all. I hear you. Uh,
0: battle in Ohio, the Bengals at the Browns.
1: This is a huge game, man. I didn't realize I how. So, you know, I think both you and I think the Bengals are one of the best teams in the AFC. But they have really struggled against the Browns over the last few and they years. they struggle early. Yes. So this is not like a layup by any stretch of the imagination. Even if you think uh, Cleveland is not. A top tier team in this division or in the conference at all matchups. This is what we're talking about, right? Like this is what we mean with Detroit and Kansas City. Just it's a matchup issue for them for whatever reason. I don't know. Now the other side of it is, what do the Browns really do well on defense? They can get after the quarterback. So and the one thing that can't with that Cincinnati Burrows, struggle with is Burrows offensive Burrows line
0: and Andy Burrows Gimpy. on the gimp a
1: little bit with the calf muscle. So. I think that's a real friggin' interesting game, too, man. This is no layup. Where is that game? Uh, Cleveland. It's at Cleveland. Be
0: careful, folks. Be careful. Peter has already said this is the game of the week, or at least on Sunday, the Niners at the Steelers.
1: I mean, come on. If you like physical football, that's what you're going to get from this game yeah. full fo- yep. show. Like, seriously, this is going to be some physical football. Um, listen, if Kenny listen- Pickett... If Kenny Pickett can play anywhere close to what he did in this preseason with George Pickens and all, the, Pittsburgh's gonna be tough, dude. They're gonna I be know. real tough.
0: This is this be game, a good. This game good. This game has 2017 written all over it. One way or I agree totally, yeah. <laughs> or something
1: even weirder like 1917. Yeah. You know, yeah. <laughs> like some yeah. stupid shit. But I think that could be a real fun game this week. Wow, really tough.
0: I wrote this one down because I think and I just want to say lot. you
1: also don't normally get these like monster match matchups at the one o'clock start time. Usually they bump it to you know make it the four
0: o'clock. You get it at the one o'clock game. Like how awesome is that? Right out of the box, <laughs> boom! Here we go. Love it. And for people that don't have Red Zone, that's going to be on because Jets and Giants are playing prime time. You're so. right. You're right.
1: Good call. Yeah.
0: I wrote this one down because I feel like there's a lot going on here. Old time rivalry game as well. Could I guess? At Bears. Damn it. I knew it. I oh, knew you were God, going there. Yeah, because I had this
1: one listed too. I definitely did. Yeah.
0: Jordan Love makes his debut as a starter without Aaron Rodgers' shadow. I know he filled in a couple times when he was hurt, but um, we've been killing Fields for two years. Sure. A hype train galore, too. I just did three fantasy drafts, and this guy flying off the board early. I don't get it. I get it for fantasy.
1: Oh, I get it for fantasy.
0: Yeah, running. Yeah. Oh. I, I, yeah. Of yeah, course. I, but, the rushing
1: but, but, and the rushing touchdowns? Oh, shit, yeah. I get it for fantasy. But, so,
0: but, look, but look at all these running quarterbacks,
1: dude. They go down. but well, they don't win games and they don't win Super Bowls. So um, I said this to you last week. We talked about this. I've seen nothing in this preseason that shows me that anything has changed as far as Jason, uh, Justin Fields' ability to read defenses, make good choices, get off his first— Get off his first read, find his second read, and make that pass. I've seen nothing feel, to indicate that. I
0: feel bad for DJ Moore. They're making this guy like a savior. He's a nice Holy player. Holy Jesus!
1: I mean, Jesus! I didn't <laughs> even know he was a top five receiver in the league. Now he's a legitimate number one. He was he even a legitimate number one in in Carolina with nah, quarterbacks was... who could throw the football? Yeah, it was Jesus nuts, Christ? Man. I don't. This is bananas to me. I don't understand this at all. Now, what's fascinating though is. Jordan Love has significantly fewer starts in the NFL than Justin Fields. So, you know, now he certainly looked better in the preseason. Like, this is the same kind of line that I'll say with Kenny Pickett. Like, if he looks anything even close to what he did in the preseason, he looked smooth, under control, composed, showed leadership skills, showed decision-making, didn't throw interceptions, didn't make mistakes. I loved what I saw from Jordan uh, uh, Jordan Love in the preseason. So, you know, I didn't bet this game, but I do like the Packers. I do like two the Packers. Two receivers
0: banged up, two receivers a little
1: gimpy. That's the only thing that concerns me. They're both got hamstring pulls, and I'm like, well, just by the averages, one of them's probably going to be out, which is a problem. Miami at. Hey, by the way, Los didn't they Daniels also truck. draft a nice tight end? Did they draft a nice tight end in Green Bay?
0: Yeah, Luke Musgrove. Oh, the kid Muscle, from Morgan to... State or something like that? Yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, good. Dolphins at Chargers. I mean, huge huge
1: early season game. Um, the, the best part for, for the Chargers is that it's home for them. So Miami has to travel cross-country to them. The time change and all that kind of stuff. Uh, this will be interesting because we'll get one of the Boses getting after Tua uh, – it's just one of those situations with Tua where every time the guy gets sacked, we're all going to be, well, I'm not going to give a shit, but like most people are going to be holding their breaths, wondering is he even going to get up. Yeah, you, my, right. one
0: fancy, my one fancy team would really be worried every time he gets sacked. You drafted him? Yeah. Oh, you're mental. I, w- I waited once on I waited on a quarterback in one league, and I was like,
1: all right, at this point I just Got take no a choice chance now. <laughs> 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 kind of stuck. It's all him right. or Dobbs from Arizona, so, yeah, I'm kind of stuck here. <laughs> um Uh, we've said this a million times chargers have one of the best rosters at least on paper but they need to actually show it and i think you know you asked me if is there pressure on shanahan i think there's a shitload of pressure on uh staley so yeah i agree don't 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 lose your first game of the season at home like bro they'll be calling for (laughs) your head already
0: oh call on me call me i got a question what's your question you know how we were saying, like Lincoln Riley would love to stay in LA.
1: Jesse oh, so would take that job. Bro. I think that job you taking.
0: Listen, what were we saying
1: about Sean Payton? He made a mistake. He took he went for the wrong job.
0: Whoa, whoa! What do you mean?
1: You know it, and I know it. Whoa, uh, okay, you could either if you could coach Denver or or uh, the Chargers right now, who would you coach?
0: I plead the fifth. Um, Next. I tell you, dude. I like I like this fucking matchup so much. I'm gonna be with a bunch of Cowboy fans Sunday night. Cowboys at Giants. Which side do you like? Giants do not. I, uh, elaborate. Well, you said I like this matchup. No, I like them. I like no. I like that it's an NFC East. Oh, okay. Game. I-, I thought you no, were saying. Like, like, like... Remember. Remember, like, from the NFL's perspective. Yeah, absolutely. Remember, remember when Eli and Romo were going at it? It was always Sunday night. They opened up for, like, four years in yes. a row. Yeah. I like that this is back again. Now. Absolutely. Showing some signs of life. I That's what totally. I mean by it. Like, like just old-school football to me.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Oh, now, listen, it's one of the
1: classic matchups. You know, you mentioned that Ca- before with Green Bay and Chicago. This is certainly
0: one of them as well. Danny Jones got paid. Cowboys have a great defense. Dan Quinton turned down jobs again this day as a defense coordinator for the Cowboys. Kellen Moore out now at OC with the Cowboys. He's in LA. Giants, Dable, everyone, all summer, Dable, 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 this, Dable, that. Wink, wink. I, you know, I don't know, man. I just this is a great game, right off, right out. And I, listen, you said this before: Browns, Bengals, a lot of pressure, even more in this game. Well,
1: there certainly is uh, for McCarthy. Is, is this game in Dallas? No, it's in. There definitely is for McCarthy. Um Listen, the biggest he put this pressure on himself by by either getting rid of or letting go of uh, uh what the hell's his name? His offensive coordinator, uh Callum Moore? Callum Moore. He put this pressure on himself. So if they come out and they they score 17 or something like 4th, 16, 17 points and lose this game. You know, what scares me cuz I think the Cowboys are going to be I am a little contrarian on this to a lot of other people. I think the Cowboys are going to be pretty good this year. I think we, you know, I think they get second round of the playoffs but then lose. Um, but uh, Cosell, what's his name, Greg Cosell he was on He was on uh, the herd today he thinks there's going to be some really good things with Daniel Jones this year he says they really, they really Dable really held him back in the beginning of the season and you saw at the end they were starting to open it up he can really sling it, he's got a really good arm, makes pretty good decisions now, chalk that up to Dable whatever you want to say he really expects a big uh leap. Now you know from from Daniel Jones. They have issues at wide receiver, man. Now I know they got Waller now, but they got issues at wide receiver. So I got to see it before I believe it, but I if there's anyone on TV that I trust that when he says something I actually care what he says, it's Greg Cosell. Cuz yeah. he doesn't give he's he's not he doesn't. He's not trying to be interesting. He's not trying to be flashy. He's not looking for clicks. He just tells okay. you what he sees. It's nah, fantastic.
0: He's he, it's and he's fantastic. Got, and he's got proof. He's got proof behind his, his points. And he's friggin' right all the time, too. So, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Well, that'll be fun being around yes. here and all this stuff with that. And then yes. Rogers. that would be fun having that. Is that the Sunday night game? That's the Sunday night
1: game. <laughs> yep, absolutely. Big and big now thing. we
0: go to Monday night. Dun, dun, dun. Well, the Buffalo know. Bills. We know who's winning this game. circle the wagons at the New York Jets. Listen, and sir, you have the floor. Let's try
1: to be, um, let's try to be rational and unbiased here.
0: We're not that on this show. Come
1: on. <laughs> I'm going to try for a minute, and then I'm going to lose my mind. Um, there's two things working in the Jets' favor. Number one, it's a it's at home. Your home opener with Aaron Rodgers and all the hoopla, I mean, there's excitement there and there's motivation that comes with that. Number two, which is way more important than that, no Von Miller. So if you look at what Buffalo did at the end of the season last year without Von Miller, that was a very different team, folks. This was not the same team. Uh, Again, we'll go back to what we said earlier. Got to have the quarterback. You got to protect the quarterback. You got to get after the quarterback. And that's what they brought in Von Miller for. And they're just not the same pass rushing team that they were with him. Also, uh, their defense coordinator, uh, Frazier? Yes, Leslie Frazier. Leslie yeah. Frazier's not there. anymore. He took anymore. a year off. He took a year off, yeah. He's not there anymore. So now uh, what's his face is uh, is calling a defensive uh, plays on his own. Your head coach. So now he's preoccupied where he's not looking over the whole team. I I I think that I think I think it's a very I think it's a very good opportunity for the Jets because of the timing. Now the only thing I'll say it's not great timing for the Jets is that Buffalo is still a very good team. And this is the first real game that you're having Aaron Rodgers play with all these players. So, but kind of along the lines of what we saw with Tom Brady, it's not a rookie at a college, it's Aaron freaking Rodgers. So I don't know how big a deal that's going to be. And I genuinely don't, I mean, I don't, I don't mean like, I don't know. I mean like I genuinely don't because there's something to it, but there's also something to it. These guys have been around for so long. We saw it with Peyton Manning. He was immediately good with Denver. There was no, there was no waiting period. Tom Brady was immediately good. Uh, Matthew Stafford was immediately good. When you got these quarterbacks that have been in the league for, have been successful in the league for over ten years, and then they come to a new team, there's, there's not much waiting period there.
0: With all that said, Bills 34, Jets 13.
1: Wow, you are really not a good person. You are really <laughs> not a good person. <laughs> Starting next week, this will be the Pete Colisano podcast. Oh, I mean, <laughs> it'll be a lot of fun. I'll tell you this. I'll tell you this again. I just want to reiterate. I'm, um, I'm, I am looking for just to make the playoffs. I think they make the playoffs. It's a successful season. Anybody that thinks they have to do more than that is just you're not even being realistic. Number one, and you're not ju- you're just not looking at the landscape. The AFC is tough. It's yep. really tough. There's ten teams that should probably make the playoffs, but there's only seven spots. Or eight, whatever it is, eight spots, right? Seven, seven. So yeah. So somebody's somebody really good, and actually more than somebody more than one really good team is gonna be out. Now I don't know if that's the Jets or Miami or the Chargers or Cincinnati or Pittsburgh. I don't know who it is, but somebody's gonna be really disappointed because there's a lot of really good teams in the AFC. You want to bet? Oh, I got some freaking monster winners this week, man. I feel it. I
0: mean, when I say I feel it, it's in my bones. Let's start with college. Peter was 1-1 and one, and one last week. I was 2-0 that Fresno State game. Oh, good you call. Woo. Filthy, Went filthy. College football, I'm going back to the Big Ten. I'm going against the team Fresno State won last week. Fresno went to West Lafayette and beat Purdue outright. This week, I'm taking Purdue. Look at you. Plus three at Virginia Tech. Because you know what this smells like? Fish. Fishy. Why would Purdue be only three-point dogs on the road after losing at home to a FBS, FCA, whatever the second one is. They're FBS,
1: FBS, but they're non-power top non Non five.
0: five. Yeah, not power five. That's what I meant.
1: What did Virginia Tech do last week?
0: They won. They right? won, but they're not great. Uh, well, obviously. I, I uh, Gimme Purdue, I second coach, second game under his belt. Hudson card, second game now. Like you said, week one and week two adjustment. You huge. get away from home, which I think is huge. You May get away. Good. You got all the year, ears and the booze and everything out. Purdue, plus three. In Blacksburg.
1: Listen, if there's anything you can uh, take away from this podcast, it's that I never learned my lesson. One of my losers last week was TCU minus 20 and a half over Colorado. Colorado ends up winning a damn game out, right? Which <laughs> one of the biggest goddamn upsets of the week last, year, last week. I don't learn my lesson. Give me Nebraska plus the three against Colorado. Here's why. I mentioned when we did our college football review from last week if there's anything that nebraska did really good last week it was play defense and it was kind of a stifling defense minnesota usually if there's anything minnesota can always do it's run the football they play physical run football they were losing that game most of the game it was 10-3 nebraska at one point it probably could have been more and should have been more if they didn't turn the ball over so much colorado doesn't play any fucking defense they play no defense I think Nebraska goes down there, probably gives up 17 points, and wins this game 23 17, Nebraska. Matt Rule gets so, his first win.
0: So I didn't learn anything either because I had Nebraska plus three at Colorado.
1: That's your second game? <laughs> <laughs> A couple of dummies. What's your reason? Same reason or?
0: Same reason. S- I just think Colorado off that. Friggin' hype it's all so high it's so high all week long now. They're favored, yeah. People are saying that they don't know about their offensive line, they don't know how Chidew was gonna do against the- and now they're favored. No thanks, give me Nebraska. I'm with
1: you on that. I'm with you on that. Um, so my second game, I told you before, I f- smelled a trap. This game smelled a little fishy. So I'm gonna, and I, you know, what the funny thing is. I'm a big Lane Kiffin fan. I like Lane Kiffin. I think he's entertaining. I think he's good for college football. I think he's a really good recruiter, and I think he's a really good offensive coach also. Um, But I just feel like this is a trap game. I think this is an awful, awful spot. Plus, I love the number. Seven and a half to Lane at home. This is the biggest game of of their year. They know if they win this game, they can probably run the table and make an argument for a playoff spot. Just like Cincinnati did two years ago. Uh, give me Tulane plus seven and a half. I love the hook. Give me sp- well- Tulane plus a seven and a half over Ole Miss. I think Ole Miss probably wins the game. Maybe 31-27, something like that. I, 35-31. How the hell did they get
0: Ole Miss to come to Tulane?
1: I don't know. Did they play each other last year? Because then maybe they I don't set remember. up a home-and-home.
0: Home. Yeah. Maybe they that's... set up some kind of home-and-home.
1: Because yeah. home. that's what, what? Utah and Florida did that, right? They set up a home-and-home. Home. That's why yeah, it Those are at... two, like, legit schools. Like, I, I got like, not
0: I know Tulane won the Sugar Bowl last year or whatever, but or just yeah. lost. Florida um, like, might have had to pay to come and play
1: in, uh, Tulane. I'm not kidding. They might have <sighs> had to pay a couple hundred grand to come play them. And they might lose.
0: I mean, uh, Ole Miss. Ole Miss. Been there. Um, yeah. NFL. Let's do it. We talked about this game before. The Battle of Ohio. I'm on this one. I am totally with you with the Bengals O-line. They don't start great, and Burrow's a little gimpy. Cleveland's got a lot to prove out of the gate stefanski has got a lot of proof out of the gate. This is a big year he for does. Stefanski. He does. I Watson's agree. got. A, Watson goes without saying it's what he's got fun to, prove. to prove. They got one of the best running backs in football. One of the best old lines in football. Use it. Cincinnati's got a, a new secondary. They're breaking in basically three out of four guys. Give me the brown. Give me the Browns plus two and a half at home against the Bengals.
1: Ditto. I got the Browns plus two and a half. Again, sometimes there's just matchup issues for whatever friggin' reason we can't figure out. Why does the certain teams give up? Why can't Shanahan beat McVeigh? Although he probably will this year. Why can't the Brown- Why can't Cincinnati handle the Browns? I have no friggin' idea. I don't have to know. I just know that that's the way it is. So I'm gonna. And I agree with you. Is Deshaun Watson ever gonna be what he was? If he is, he needs to show it this week. This is the first time he's had a full camp in almost three years, two and a half years that he's had a full camp. If you remember, he sat out with Houston. So he didn't even before he got traded. He, he didn't even before his troubles. He didn't even he didn't even play with Houston. So because he was sitting out because he didn't want to be there anymore. So he has a lot to prove. I think Stefanski is one of those guys that's kind of on a hot seat. If they get if they don't if they miss the playoffs or if they're in last place this year, there's a chance he could be gone. And I think he's a good coach, but you got to win in this league. So yeah, give me the Browns plus the uh, plus the two and I. I wish it was three, but give me the two and I. Maybe you buy it up, buy it up to three if you want.
0: Last one for me of the weekend. This line looks shady to me, but I don't care. Because we talked about this team being pretty bad.
1: Oh, my God. I think we're in the same game again. Super
0: Bowl runner-up. No, we're not. Super Bowl runner-up. Philadelphia Eagles go to Foxborough and play the New England Patriots. It is they a fishy line. They, they are four-point favorites. I don't know if Vegas is thinking new coordinators, Jalen Hurts maybe a little rusty, new running game. I don't know. I know Philly's fucking talented, and I know know New England's not, at least offensively. Very good defensively, very good defensive coaching staff, head coach, obviously, with Bill. It could start off a little little sloppy, a little bumpy, but I think Philly figures it out. I'm not saying it's going to be the greatest show on turf kind of game, but I think Philly probably, let's say, 27-17, something like that. They... They cover late and they win.
1: What are they, minus four? Minus four, yes, sir. I think that could be a tough spot for them. They lost a lot of players, man. They did They wow. did lose a bunch of players. Um, and you know Bill's going to have that defense playing well, but I just don't, I just well, don't know how good Jones that offense is. still the quarterback. The say, I, I just I, don't I, know how good that offense is. And yeah, you, I'm not sold on Mac Jones. So, um, I'm going to take it out west. We covered the NFC West this week, and that's where my pick is going. You had asked me, would I be Seattle. shocked if Seattle uh, wins okay. the division? And I said no, I wouldn't be shocked. I don't think they will, but it wouldn't be shocked. I think the Rams are one of the worst teams in the league. No Cooper Cup. And Seattle's only fair by five and a half. Now you could say that's a fishy line, but uh, I love Seattle. I'm gonna take I think Seattle wins by at least at least a touchdown. So What's the me, number
0: five and a half? Five and a got? half. Give me Seattle yeah. minus
1: five and a half. I, I kinda like that one a lot. I like that one a lot. Seattle minus five
0: and a half over the Rams. So in review, I got Purdue plus three, Nebraska plus three, Cleveland Browns plus two and a half, and the Eagles minus four.
1: I have Nebraska also I have Tulane plus seven and a half against Old Miss. I don't expect them to win, but I, I love the seven and a half and I just think they're gonna I would play love the- if
0: they won that game though. Wouldn't you like well, listen. I
1: always root well, for you chaos. Like, you so. like you like Lane. I like too, Kiffin, but, but I always root yeah. for chaos. So if that that like would happen, I it'd like be great. Kiffin. Because I loved the, at the end of the season if they were to then run the table, I love the, making the argument that they should be in the playoffs. So I love that shit. I also had the Browns, and then I went out west uh, for Seattle, minus five and a half against the Rams. By the way, my bonus pick. If you were listening early enough, if you get this early enough, I really love Detroit tonight. Uh, depending on where you get their spread, it's four and a half, 5.5, five somewhere in that range. Two to three best players for Kansas City are not on the field. I love Mahomes. To me, he's it's it's him, and then there's everybody else as far as quarterbacks. But the fucker can't do everything. So um, I think it's just a bad matchup. That Detroit running game against no Chris Jones, I think they can hold the ball for a long time. So I like Detroit tonight also. Who do you like in that game? You didn't really tell me who you like in that game. I know it's see, hard my, to go against Mahomes. It's really yeah, hard see, to go against. Listen, I just I've it's a seen, matchup thing Mahomes for me.
0: I've seen Mahomes embarrass the Broncos for years now. And you know the other thing, I don't Broncos, know how
1: much I trust Dan Campbell against Andy Reid, but well,
0: that's another thing. It's too, just that the game running I've I've game seen, against I've a seen, bad
1: running defense.
0: The Broncos have had games won against him. And they just pulled the shit out of know. His hat. Like I know. I, I, it's like I know. I, I understand where you're coming from, totally, dude. And I really, really want to get behind it. But if I pick that game, I think it was just because I'm moving for the Lions and yeah, for more ways than one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And again, yeah. So I don't know. I don't. I don't really have a strong feel on it. Dude, when this game came out in the beginning, of the year I'm like, oh, dude, everyone's gonna take the Lions because of the fucking hype train. I'm gonna take the Chiefs are gonna win by fucking twenty. But now with all this shit going if on, if Jones and Kelsey I, I were know. there, I would have taken Kansas uh, City I, actually because for the yeah. same
1: reason you said, everybody's Definitely. on Detroit. I'm going the other way.
0: But I get. It. I think you just said bad spot. Like it's just a bad spot. Straight. Yeah,
1: bad timing. Yeah. yeah.
0: In I fact, I, I, I don't even long. know if I would
1: have mentioned it if Kelsey doesn't wasn't banged up. Detroit. I probably would have just left it alone, or I just would have told you, hey, I like it. But for me, it's actually like a bonus pick. I
0: I just... Let me write that down. Too much.
1: Yeah. Too much. Too much missing in the wrong places. (laughs) That's all. Is it time? Is it time? Is it? It's time. time. Best part of the show. Here we go. Scotty's trivia. Let's do it. All righty. I just want you to know I was studying everything uh, (laughs) this week. So I'm ready.
0: All right. I got three field hockey questions for you. Excellent. That just happens to be what I was studying.
1: All right, men's field hockey, right? No,
0: I got three. You can't say that now, Pete. No, you can't. Yeah, yeah.
1: you are right. What's birthing uh, <laughs> Fucking world field, <laughs> what birthing people's field hockey?
0: What school features burial grounds on stadium premises? Oh my god, Vanderbilt, Georgia, Missouri, Cal. Holy shit! This is a the one t- school
1: I was thinking of. You didn't
0: even mention him. What, Air Force or something? Florida State. <laughs> what were my choices? Vanderbilt, Georgia, Missouri, Cal Berkeley. I'm going to go with Missouri. You would be wrong. It would be the Georgia Bulldogs. No shit. They have a marble mausoleum for all the Ugga mascots that passed away, the blue Bulldog guys. So. Okay. Crazy, right? Yeah, sure. You say salty already, salty with two to go. <laughs> Gotta get that we first love, one, man. We love mascots, right? Of course. What mascot is the most commonly used? Bulldog, tiger, wildcat, husky. Oh. <laughs> so my initial they give the screen, you think they give the job to chips? Come my, on, go. My initial
1: instinct is to say tiger. So it was a bulldog, tiger, wildcat, husky. All right, so see, here's what you do, you son of a bitch. It was the what answer. Yeah, the answer was just Georgia, and they're the bulldogs. And you know I'm thinking he's not going to give me bulldogs two answers in a row. And the last time I thought that is exactly what you did. You made it uh, Svenson twice in a row. You're, you,
0: you know what? You're overthinking the room because I ain't even thinking about that for a second. <laughs> Shit. Tigers. It was the bulldog,
1: <laughs> son of a! Th- I hate you! I hate you! I'm never doing trivia again.
0: I hate you! Ah, right, you got to get this one. Go ahead. What were Penn State's original colors? Blue and purple, blue and white, pink and black, red and blue. It's not pink and black.
1: Red and blue. All right, so let's take pink and black out. Red and blue, blue and white, which is what they are. And blue and purple. I mean. I'm going to say that they have their original uni, so I'm going to go blue and white. Blue and red, isn't it? It's
0: the one you took right off the board. It's pink and black.
1: Really? Yep. That's hot. (laughs) Pink and black. The Penn State net Lions? <laughs> Is that
0: fucking crazy? I wouldn't have thought wow. that. When the I hell was, he was that? Because they, the, they said it on the broadcast the other night. I wasn't listening. Uh, oh. How far back was that? 1897. Dude, wow. That's an...
1: Oof. Yeah. Of and course they, it's the one went, I they, take they, off the board.
0: <laughs>
1: so funny. Stupid, man. Fucking Bulldogs,
0: man. Alright, next year, we'll, next week we'll go to NFL That's more
1: your speed Alright, are you sure about that? You've already decided? What, NFL? Yeah Yeah. Alright, well that's fair I appreciate that I'll probably get him all I, wrong
0: again I beat, I beat I me up, up. I beat me up okay. I've been on a bad streak I just love like you're, you're, like you're like in your own head And then you like You eliminate it And then it's like
1: It's just the worst Because more often than not The one that I eliminate Is the one That it is Twice today. Twice today. Asshole. 113 in the (laughs) books. Son of a bitch. No more trivia. Liar. For Scott Bracey, I'm Pete Colisano. You've been listening to Bump and Run. And we'll catch you guys
0: next week. Everybody enjoy NFL and college. Buckle up for months to go. Later.